Hey everybody, and welcome back to Becky Talks Parks. This is a podcast for passionate parks and recreation professionals who are raising the bar in the field and in their community. Join us as we talk to experts in the field who are making a difference just like you. The field of parks and recreation is changing and the value is finally being recognized for what it is, an economic driver and a place for communities to grow and thrive. So if you're ready to hear from the best in the industry, stay tuned. We're going to get this podcast started right now. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. I'm excited that you have joined me today. I've got a great episode, um, but I first want to just tell you a little bit about this past year. I know it's been a while since I had an episode released, so I appreciate your patience. I have been a little busy. I'm currently sitting here with uh, my two-month-old son in my arms. So uh, I've been very pregnant this past year, and it's been a little crazy. And I've got to say, though, it's been the most crazy, rewarding year yet. And I I never pictured this for 2019, but here we are. Now it's 2020, and life has changed, but it's good. And so I wanted to kick off this year really strong when it comes to, um, hopefully, inspiration for you all. I have sat down with Anthony Iraqi, who joined us back in 2018, I believe on episode four or five. I'll have to link to it. And we had a great conversation. It was one of our most popular episodes on the Becky Talks Parks podcast. So I wanted to invite him back and actually sit down with him for uh, most of the season and just kind of talk about some of the things that we go through as young professionals in parks and recreation. I love this field. I love this career path, but I wanted to, to have more of like a a season-long conversation about some of the things that we go through. So we're going to be talking about um, challenges as a young professional and uh, developing your confidence. We're going to be talking about supervising others, uh, conferences, you know, finding your voice. Today we actually talk about our looking back at our career in 2019 and things that you know we enjoy doing and things that we maybe wasted our time on. And we also talk about how we want to see 2020 look. And I think that some of the reflective questions that we ask, you can ask yourself. And and I hope that you enjoy some of the dialogue that goes back and forth. And we really want you to participate in this conversation too. This is really a sounding board for young professionals to think about their career path and how there are others who are striving forward and who want to make a difference and who want to have a big impact in their community. And so we're here for you, just reminding you that there are other people just like you who are um, really excited about their job, although it's not always easy and we aren't always, you know, 100% passionate or we can't always show up every day and love our job, but we do have that overall why that makes it a little bit easier to wake up every morning and try our best. So with that being said, I figured we'll go ahead and jump right into the episode with Anthony. 
And please let us know if you like this episode. We would love it if you subscribe to the podcast. And I would love it if you um, headed over to iTunes to leave a review. It really does help with the show. And I wanted to actually read out a review that I got, which this is my first review, you guys. So it's a, it's a pretty big deal. Um, and like, if you leave a review, I would love to read it out loud on the podcast as well. All right. So this review comes in from BHL Child. And this person says, Informa- informative and spot on. First off, thank you for creating this. I was looking for the exact same podcast when I realized that there is no podcast made by individuals who work in parks and recreation and can v- share their individual story. This podcast discusses the direct challenges parks and, rec- parks and recreation faces like programming. It has all been wonderful. So thank you so much for leaving that review. I created this podcast for the exact same reason. I love what NRPA is doing. I love what... Um, there's a lot of other podcasts on like a national and state scale, but I really wanted to share that perspective from an individual level and talk about some of the things that we're going through. And I hope that this can really help you uplevel your professional and personal development. So you are awesome. Thank you for sharing. I hope you guys enjoy this episode and please share it with your coworkers and your friends if you've enjoyed it. Thanks so much. And we will see you guys next week. All right, Anthony, welcome back to the podcast. Hey, it's great to be here. I'm excited to be here again with you and definitely talking about some cool stuff. Definitely. It is January of 2020 and we are off to a new year, which is always exciting. And I know everybody has new plans and goals for the year. And so we're going to talk about that a little bit today, but I just wanted to start off um, with some questions that we've been talking about, and these are career-oriented questions, but um, with the field of Parks and Rec, you know, we blend a lot of personal and professional development here. So the first question is going to be all about, you know, how you felt your year went in 2019. So where is your time well spent and where is it wasted? And if you can just catch up the the listeners with what you've been up to within the last year or so, um, that way they can kind of know a little bit more about you. I think it'd be a great start to the show. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's that's a great question. Um, it's always good to reflect back. And I think it's kind of interesting too, because we came to the end of a decade. And so this year was a little bit more reflective in terms of just what I did the past year, but you know, where was I when 2010 rolled around too. But keeping it, you know, keeping it on topic. Um, I think I had a pretty a pretty positive year with a lot of personal and professional growth. Um, most exciting, I got engaged. So that was on Christmas Eve, actually, of this past year. My fiance and I went to this really nice park on Lake Michigan, some place that we've been to a few times, and you know, just took the opportunity there on a kind of a cold and balmy day, but the lake, the waves were looking fantastic, and so I I took my shot and. She said yes. So that was probably the highlight of the year, kind of coming towards the end there. Yay. It's so exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It was really, it's really great. And so I think just outside of that, you know, I spent a lot of time this year. Um, what I would say is definitely kind of growing my brand professionally. 
And I know a lot of times we go to conferences and people talk about, you know, personal branding and how you're perceived and how they know you. And so I took a lot of that to heart. And so I spent some time this year being focused with the content that I was putting out, focused with how I utilize social media, LinkedIn, Facebook, and really just putting that forward to kind of build a brand and an image around how I wanted to be perceived professionally, which is really as we talked about with, you know, life and work mixing, who I am and how I care and how I'm passionate about the industry. And so I think I had a lot of success there. Definitely when I went to a few conferences, people kind of pointed me out and they talked to me and came up to me just based on really either the shirt I was wearing, which would be a YPN shirt, or they came up and they said, hey, you're that person I've seen on LinkedIn or Facebook or you post here and there. And I think that it really worked out and I was able to build a lot of relationships and really expand my network that way and really just have a lot of opportunity to meet new people and see where they're at and kind of talk with them through some of their strengths and challenges and ups and downs throughout the year as well. And so it's been great. It's really been great. And I think it was a great platform to kind of jump off into 2020 and where we want to go. And then personally, outside of the engagement, I spent a lot of time traveling, exploring. My fiance and I are both from Michigan, actually. We met here in Wisconsin, but we have a lot of family back home. So going up to the UP, doing some scuba diving, doing a lot of hiking, being outdoors. And so it was really, really a great opportunity to grow in both those areas. Probably one of the best years I've had, I'll be honest. That's awesome. It sounds like uh, a lot of personal development for sure. Like just being outside to me is obviously why we got into the field because it's so rejuvenating, but it's important to do not get so caught up in your career that you forget to take care of yourself. Um, and I think that's one of the things that I really missed this year actually is because I, I think it was in March. Yeah. is when I found out that I was pregnant and it, totally took away so much of my energy. And so while I was used to going on long hikes and biking and all of that, a lot of those activities kind of got put to the side, unfortunately. And so this year I'm really excited. and I've already gone on several hikes because I just feel like myself again. So um, I'm, I'm grateful to get back into that. And as far as um, prefer- professional development, I, I like what you said about b- building your brand and I've definitely seen that from you and I enjoy following and reading all of your stuff because it's, it's inspirational on one hand, but it's also like a good reminder as, and for me to reflect back and on things that I've learned as well. And, um, I think that one of the, the best things I've done this year is even though I wasn't as strong with my personal brand, I really got involved with, um, or more engaged with my actual job and became a better writer and a better, um, it sounds kind of weird, but a better employee. Like I understood some of the pains that the company that I work with, Greenplay, uh, is working through and I tried to just be a better asset to them. And I think that that's sometimes what you just need to do is to learn your job and to try to do it as best you can. And so this past year, I was really focused on that as well as, you know, what it means to start a family and how to balance those two. And I'm certainly still learning that with a newborn, but I'm excited for, you know, the next couple months in this next year to, to dig into that and make that balance work for me and my family. But, um, I definitely, 
am glad to be talking with you and hopefully kicking off this podcast to a really good start to not only this year, but also to the decade, which is really exciting. Yeah, well, it's, it's good to have you back. <laughs> I'll be honest with you on that. Um, you know, something we kind of we talked a little bit about, you know, where it's time, time wasted in terms of in terms of this past year and, and what I kind of like jotted down was a lot of it was just kind of like worrying about things outside of my control and maybe not being so, you know, present as I should be in things that were happening in my day to day and wanting to be wanting to be more mindful of what's happening around me. And so what I mean by that is, you know, we obviously, you know, obviously we think pretty long term about some of what our goals are, but then we can also get kind of caught up in our head with things that maybe are happening in that same timeline, but we have less control over. And then you never really know how it's going to turn out. And a few of the times that where I was stressed and worried about something, it turned out to really kind of be nothing at all. And so I was disappointed in myself for, for letting that happen. And so I think this year to kind of counteract that one of my goals is going to be to, you know, create more and consume less and through the act of creating, maybe just be focused on what's positive and what's happening. And so I think that, I think that there's a lot of good things that can be done. And so I was super excited when I found out you were coming back and reached out and wanted to talk a little bit on the podcast and your absence was definitely felt. I remember I actually, I actually went to your website one day and just kind of checked it real quick to see if there was anything. And it seemed like it had slowed down a bit. And then, you know, some of the other stuff came out with you about, you know, your family and where you were going and all positive things, but you had to take a step back from what you were working on. So it's good that that's all settled and you're moving forward and we've got you back in the industry and we're going to do some great things. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm excited to be back and it's always hard to find that balance too of, you know, how, how it's because it's always a choice. How engaged are you going to be? How active are you going to be? Because it, it does require a lot to show up um, and to show up consistently. And I'm certainly still working on that. And one of the things that I love that you said, which is also hopefully my mantra this year is to create more and consume less. And I love creating. I love creating content. I love being creative and, and um, doing some, a balance of like of graphic design and web design. And kind of, that's how I get out a lot of my creative energy and just talking with people and understanding, you know, how we can better solve problems. And so I hope that this year I can put down my phone and I don't know if anybody else out there can relate, but it's just so addicting to be on your phone and see what other people are doing that you kind of forget what you can create for yourself. If you just are able to kind of silence those things around you and focus inward and to have some personal reflection and realize where you're headed. And I don't, I think if you're not able to, to kind of tune out those around you and, and figure out your own direction, then you, you can waste a lot of time not really going anywhere. And so my hope for this year is that I'm, I'm able to collectively with you and with other professionals to kind of get back on track and to go in a direction that really makes a difference for other people. And that's certainly the reason why I'm back and why the podcast is making, uh, um, making another, uh, opportunity or another, um, making a comeback as we'd like to say in 2020. 
Oh, definitely. So Anthony, we're going to, let's move on to this next question here. And so as we think about 2020, what kind of possibilities are you going to be exploring? So that might be in your current role or it might be in side projects um, or with other, you know, networks or relationships. What, what are you going to be thinking about this next year? Yeah, so definitely. So really that creative growth mindset is what I would like to tap into. And I think that I'm the type of person that I can get into my head a little bit. And so if I can make that productive and use that towards positive things, it can be, it can be really great. So this year, you know, in terms of creating, I've, I've been kind of been looking around online to kind of see what some others are up to and not so much just in our area, but just in the field in general. So if they're talking about something or they're writing or there's some kind of trend in, you know, creation style that's happening and just seeing how I can really apply that to our industry and, you know, kind of the professional development, professional growth, young professional mindset and how I can translate that over. And so it's been a lot of fun to kind of collect and compile some inspirational pieces and take a look and really admire what people are up to and try to find a way to apply that. And so I think that that falls into the goal of finding parity, um, finding myself in other industries as well. I actually had a really great conversation recently with somebody about, you know, role models and mentors and things of that nature. And the conversation kind of revolved around this instance where I had where I was at, I actually, I collect watches as a side hobby. And so I was at a local watch club and, you know, it was a Christmas party and I was standing there and this guy was just going on and on and on about the industry and people he knew and some sales that had happened and he had all this insider information and I was really impressed with it. And I remember thinking afterwards, it's nice sometimes just to be the learner and not always the leader. And the conversation that wrote back to the, the, the conversation I had recently, you know, focused on that. And so it's sometimes it's, you know, finding individuals outside of our wheelhouse that inspire us that, you know, can maybe even mentor us or just help us kind of get out of any rut that we're in. And so I've really been looking for that, um, both in writing and in person. And I'd like to kind of use that expansion of the network to really do some great and creative things in the field this year. And then outside of that, um, doing some more volunteering. So I really want to get into giving back to my community and not just through friends groups and park and rec and industry specific things that I think that I do a lot currently. And there's a couple key industry specific groups I do support like the Milwaukee Parks Foundation. But in terms of outside of that, I'd like to maybe do some more social service based volunteering. Um, you know, there's opportunity to serve meals or sort clothes or donations or anything along those lines to really impact the Milwaukee area in general. And then on a more personal level, I do enjoy, I talked about it earlier, I have this kind of artistic creative side that I wouldn't say is exceptional. Um, it's almost therapeutic for me, but it's a lot of fun. And my biggest uh, gallery purchaser is definitely my mother. So she loves everything and she's always a big supporter. But it's nice to just kind of sit down with just an idea in your head and maybe think about what you could put on, put on canvas and just kind of get through the day. So, so a lot, I would say those are kind of my big areas for coming into 2020. How about you? Man, that sounds like a, a good year. I, uh, 
one of the things when you were talking about is um, volunteering and becoming more active in your community. And I used to volunteer so much in high school and like right as I got into college. And that was actually how I managed to, to get my foot in the door with my first job. And so I totally understand and appreciate the, the value of volunteering. And I would love to get back into that. And one of the things more specifically that I'd like to do is become more of an advocate for my local community because so I'm back where I grew up, which is really weird for me. I never thought I would be back here, but it's actually really refreshing to me. And I love being around my family, which again, five, 10 years ago, I didn't think I'd be saying, <laughs> but it's, um, it's nice. And, and now my hometown is doing a lot of improvements as far as greenways and new parks. And it's really exciting where we've never really had an emphasis on green spaces and recreation. And so I really want to be a part of that and be a part of this community of people who care about their parks in their local community beyond you know, my day job. And so I'm excited to kind of push some of those projects forward and to show up to the city council meetings and to be that voice in the community that I'm used to hearing on the other end. And so I'm excited for that. And then I'm excited to kind of mentioned this before, but to balance my work in life. So I want to be really present with my family and be there for those small and big moments of my, you know, my newborn's life, my son's life. And I hope to really capture and remember this really precious time that you only get once. And yet at the same time, I still want to be a, um, a career woman. I love my job and I want to travel and see more of the country. And so I would love to be able to bring my whole family with me as I go on these trips. And luckily my job can allow for that if we plan it out right. So I'm hoping to go on like one to two trips each month that um, where I can go and be this you know, excuse my words, but just power woman, you know, show up in my job. And, yeah, definitely. And yeah, like I love, I love growing in, in what I'm doing, whether it's, you know, speaking in front of, um, you know, five people who show up to the city council meeting or whether it's 200 people that show up to a public meeting. I really enjoy that element of, of my job and helping people uh, voice their concerns and make all of that come into a plan, you know, that really improves their community. And so I want to be able to focus those two things. And lastly is to come back and share what I'm learning through this podcast and be able to help other professionals who are kind of just, uh, you know, in, in their own line of work and they're doing the best they can, but I want them to know that there are people who really care about their jobs, who care about parks and rec, who care about their communities. And we want to support you through that. And we want to make sure that you have, um, you have someone cheering you on. And I hope that we are the people to do that. Yeah, definitely. That all sounds amazing. <laughs> sounds like, it sounds like you got quite a big, uh, some big goals there, quite a lofty plate to fill. But I think that, I think if there's anybody who could meet those goals that I know of, it would definitely be you. So I'm excited to kind of follow along and see, watch from the sidelines and see how those things play out. Yeah, I think it's, I, I, I tend to do that. So I'm very aware um, that 
I like to set big goals, but you know what helps me is having accountability and having someone to talk through those things and to um, to show up every every week for. So I hope that we can make this happen. And um, yeah, Anthony, I'm counting on you to keep me accountable. Just a heads up. <laughs> <laughs> well, it could it could definitely go both ways. I think we could. We could start like an accountability sheet on Google Docs and just kind of check in. See like, hey, how's it going with this area? Or we could look for it on like social media too. Like, hey, you haven't you haven't done that yet. I thought you were gonna get done to it. So Exactly. A little tough love, that's all. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. I think people grow when there's tough love. Nobody nobody grows too much when things are easy. No, definitely not. All right, cool. So here's the the magic question here. So and this is, by the way, we're taking some questions. We thought it'd be a good idea to, to answer questions from this, uh, sh- this was actually from another podcast called Squiggly Careers. And if you haven't heard of it, definitely go check it out. But it's all about how your career is not a linear line. You are going to make lots of different choices and you're going to have different opportunities that lead you in directions that you never expected. And they had a list of questions for 2020 and you can just Google squiggly careers, career questions. And so we're, we're going off the first three questions of those. And so the third question is what one thing would you like to be true at the end of 2020 that isn't today? So I'm going to let you take a shot of that. And then I'm going to answer after you, Anthony. Well, you know, it's fun being in parks and recreation because you're always thinking into the future anyways, before I came before I came here today, I was working on my summer guide. Part of my summer guide is putting stuff in for the fall for our flag football program. So I was looking at dates all the way into October and here we are, it's January 13th. So it's kind of reflective, right? Like what would I want to be true then when flag football season ends and summer's over and everything's gone through. And I think that it kind of, it really falls back on that whole you know, the goal of this year to, you know, create more. And so I think I put some time and some thought into some, you know, pieces I would like to put together and how I'd like to share that information and, you know, what projects are along the way. And so I think at the end of the year, I will have liked to really built upon the foundation that I laid in 2019 And I think that I will like to have kind of this catalog of work behind me between, you know, articles that I wrote or, you know, opportunities to be on podcasts or any kind of content that just kind of really moved the profession forward. And that somebody was hopefully, you know, inspired by and we got some feedback on and liked what we had to say. But I think that if I can look back and kind of hang my hat on 2020 as a year of really strong creative growth, I think that, I think that that would be the way to go. And on a personal level, you know, I think that outside of just the professional piece, I have this kind of philosophy of being adventure ready. And that's a big component of mental and physical health and wellness. And so I'm not the type of person who is ever going to run a 10k or get into CrossFit or do some strongman competition. But I really believe in parks and recreation and just being outside and what it can do for your mental health and what it can do just going for a walk and being in the terrain. I noticed that walking a mile in a park is a lot different than walking a mile 
through city blocks, which is much different than walking a mile on the treadmill. You notice it less. And so I think that just being ready for anything, if it's, you know, going scuba diving or a long kayaking trip or, you know, a long hike out, we're going out to uh, Joshua Tree this year, or maybe bouldering up and down um, Devil's Lake. You know, I know there's some really strenuous up and down staircases there. You know, there's the most popular and then on the other side of the lake. There's a few that are less known, but some say are even harder. And so I think that personally, I would just like to be ready to really experience the outdoors and whatever comes up and then take those opportunities and experiences, reflect on them and maybe put something out behind that that feeds into the professional world of parks and recreation and goes with the flow of personal and professional development and health and wellness and conservation and equity and all the pillars of NRPA. So yeah, I think that would be a great, fantastic 2020 if all those things just came together. So for sure, for sure. Yeah, I think that everyone really, if you if you put yourself in the future one year from now, you know, what do you want to be true in 2020? And really think about that. You know, how do you want to show up differently than you did the year before? And I think for me, I want to show up. Um, I want to show up in, in my most, in my truest form. And sometimes that means not always being on top of it, not um, having it all together, but just showing up as I am. And, you know, I don't want to give this facade that I've got it all together. I, I love my job. I love, you know, this field that I'm in. I love my family and I'm loving where I'm living right now, but that doesn't mean that life is perfect by any means. And sometimes you just got to show up anyways, even if things aren't going that great. And so that's what I want to do. And I also want to, on a very personal note, just to, to love myself through those times and to realize that we're all on a very different journey and there is no finish line. Um, and, and one thing this year that I remember um, Roxanne Sutton posted on her LinkedIn and she's, she's the host on NRPA's podcast, Open Space. But she said something like, we're not competing in the same game, right? So there's no finish line to the things that we're doing. And it reminded me that, you know, some people work their entire life in Parks and Rec or in any other job only to realize that they don't like their current role and they wish that they could change and they make a complete 180 in their life. And other people may start out on one path and, and, and stay that way and enjoy every moment uh, throughout their career. And I just think that we need to remember that we're all on a different path. We all have different goals and, you know, it, it's never a competition. And I think sometimes, especially when we're on social media, which is a good thing for a personal brand, but I tend to compare myself to other people and, you know, what they have and what career goals that they've hit. And there's really no point in that. We all, you know, are on a different track. And so I hope that for 2020, I can remember to just stay true to myself and that um, the best I can do is to show up every every day that I can and to make the most of my days and take care of myself and go outside and enjoy both those big moments 
and, you know, maybe we'll go see a national park, but maybe we won't this year. And I think that's okay too, just to go outside in our local parks and enjoy every moment we can. Well, and I think, you know, you kind of hit on a couple points there. Um, two things. One, I think it's important, you know, kind of when you, you're fortunate to have experiences. And so I know that, you know, I'm personally fortunate to have some of the experiences that I've had in terms of opportunities and professional development, things along that nature. And you are right. It is easy to kind of get caught up in the whole glitz and glamour of it, where you see what other people are doing or people see what is happening. And you have to remind yourself that social media is a highlight reel. Um, and that the day-to-day does have a lot of struggle and grind to it. But I think that the way you kind of counter that is that you pay it forward when you can. And so I think it's important, something I've always been mindful of is every opportunity that I've ever been given, be it a scholarship, the externship, um, any type of recognition, it was always, I saw it as an opportunity to take someone along with me on that journey who could benefit from it. And if that meant that I was going and meeting people and doing different things and talking to others, who else was going to be there that I could say, hey, come with me because I got the store open for me, but I'm going to open it for you too. And I think that when you kind of balance that karma against, you know, the the highlight reel of what's happening, you you tend to put good things out there. And then I think people will see that and they'll talk about that quite a bit. Um, and so I've always, that's always been important to me to always make sure that everything I do is for the greater good and for the benefit of others and that I can open doors. And the the other thing too, though, that's interesting about all of it is that I always say the best programmer I know is the most quiet down to earth, just does his job, keeps his nose down guy you would ever meet. He is creative. He has really good programs. He, all his programs fill up. He has a lot of success and he actually works in um, the Milwaukee area. And I'm not going to say his name because I know that he wouldn't want me to say his name, but if he ever hears this, he'll know I'm talking about him because I've told this to his face before. And his simple reason is just that he cares. And I would put his programming ability against anybody that I know, his ability to read his community and be creative and have fun and how much time and dedication that he gives to it, but he would never want any type of recognition for it. He, you know, he finds his own way to kind of like learn about things. He's not really a big conference networking guy. doesn't want to go like, you know, brush elbows and do all those things. He's just kind of a do the work and keep your nose down and do it because you care. And I think that that's important too, with what we're talking about, about being on our journey is that, you know, it's important if you find success to share that success, but also remember that there's people out there who aren't talking about it at all that people like myself look at and think, wow, that guy's good. And that's something that I wish I could be that good. And the only people that really know it are the people who work with him and the people that see his programs. And so I think that kind of brings a little, that brings some balance. I mean, does that make sense what I'm saying? Oh yeah, definitely. Like, and I think that there's a lot to those people who show up every day in their own job and in their own little world, and they make a huge difference in their community and in their agency. And yet they're, they 
don't have their, you know, they're not the ones going to conferences. They're not the ones telling their stories and that's okay too. Um, and there's a lot of those warriors in our, um, in our field of parks and rec and a lot of people who do their job exceptionally well and will never get the, the credit that they deserve, but they're the true ones making a difference in their communities. And I think that we can all do better if we just remember that, you know, we, all of our jobs look different and all of our paths look different, but just do what you think needs to be done to make the, the most impact uh, in your little world. Definitely. And can I just um, kind of put a quick plug out there too for anybody that's listening to this that has some interest in getting more involved in the kind of the creative process that we do? Of course. So I currently serve as the committee chair for professional development for the NRPA YPN. And so, you know, anybody that's listening and thinks, wow, you know, like I'd love to kind of be on a podcast or write a blog post or I have something to say, a story to tell, I'd like to write an article, speak on a webinar. I'm um, sure, you know, we'll put our contact info up at the end, but just, you know, reach out and let me know or, you know, follow me on kind of LinkedIn or Facebook or the, the YPN pages. I'll always be posting stuff or opportunities for someone to step up and write or talk or speak or whatever it is. We just had a great conference call actually this past week where we had a group of new young professionals who shared their story. And I think that that's the direction we're definitely going. We want to hear some new voices in the industry, in the field. And so if that's you and you want to put yourself out there, then definitely reach out after you've listened to this podcast. And I can tell you it's great. So it's a lot of fun. Yeah, definitely. I think the more opportunities for people to get involved, the better. And for those that are kind of sitting on the sideline and who haven't been involved yet, and you may think that you don't know enough or you're not old enough or whatever your situation may be, this quote um, th from Theodore Roosevelt kind of ties it all in and, and goes back to what you were saying, Anthony, but it's nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And I had this printed actually on my first, um, in my first big promotion that I got where I was supervising other people. And I had this feeling that I was not qualified for this job. I'd only been there nine months. I was just getting the hang of my part-time job. And then now to supervise other people that were older than me, some that were my age. And it was very intimidating. And I kept thinking, I don't know enough. I don't know enough. And this quote really reminded me that nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And so just to show up every day and to care goes so much further than you would ever know. You know, what's interesting about that is finding parody. So another Theodore Roosevelt quote, which I had printed and kept on my wall, which would be good for people to keep in mind as well as they travel through their careers and keep in mind the quote you just brought up is his quote about the man in the arena. Yes. And so it's not the critic that counts. It's the man in the arena. And I'm not going to butcher the rest of it. But basically what it says is you're out there making decisions, you're fighting, putting your best self forward. And, you know, it's, it's about who supports you. And it's not about who talks down to you. So I think, honestly, Becky, between your quote and that quote, that's some solid information for some young professionals out there to keep in mind as they move through the early stages of their career. 
Absolutely. And I think I'm going to go print those two quotes and have them in front of me this year too, because it's definitely a good reminder, no matter where you are in your journey to, to keep fighting the good fight and uh, to keep true to yourself. So we're going to wrap up this episode. If you guys want to be involved, um, we're going to go ahead and give you all the opportunity to, to do so. Uh, if you want to contact me, my email is Becky at BeckyTalksParks.com. You can also find me on LinkedIn. That's where I'm probably most active. Um, but I post on Instagram, you know, a, a little bit here and there. And um, feel free to email me or just reach out to me if, if anything in this episode was meaningful to you. I'd love to hear from you and under, you know, hear more about your role in your community or your agency. But Anthony, why don't you tell you know, how people can get in touch with you or some of the agencies or organizations that you're working with? Yeah, definitely. So I can be found on LinkedIn um, and Facebook. I use both of them professionally. And so whichever you're most comfortable with reaching out, I will say that the park and rec community is most active on Facebook. That's how I network with a lot of professionals. And there's a few groups mentoring professional recreators, NRPA, Young Professional Network, um, that you can look into and, and join and really expand your network that way. Um, or if you'd like to email me directly, it's anthony.iraqi. So that's I-R-A-C-K-I, anthony.iraqi at wfbschools.com. And whatever you're most comfortable with. So I don't personally use Instagram for anything professional. It's kind of my personal space and I'm not on Twitter. So please don't try to find me there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah, I, um, I'm trying not to post too many ba baby pictures on my Instagram, um, <laughs> but it's it's hard. So uh, if you don't mind some of that mixed in, then come and join me. Um, I forgot to mention my handle. It's Becky Talks Parks on Instagram, or you can find me at Becky Dunlap. And I believe, yeah, you said your last name, right? Iraqi? Yep. Perfect. Cool. All right. Well, I hope everyone has a great week and uh, we will talk to you all soon. Bye, Sounds Anthony. good. Bye. Have a great day. All right, you guys, thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I so appreciate your support and for listening in every week. We will be back again soon, so hang tight and be sure to head over to BeckyTalksParks.com and sign up for that email list because I will email you when a new episode drops. Hope you guys have an awesome week and keep doing amazing things. Thank you.